Welcome to episode three, your nose is king. And I have to say the diaphragm is queen, but today we're focusing on the nose and I'm going to share some critical information about nasal breathing and how so many people aren't doing this one thing that can really help their health and fitness on so many levels. So today I'll share also some fun facts about nasal breathing, as well as two amazing practices that will really help you to breathe better. Welcome to the Breathe Better podcast. I'm your host, Sienna Smith. I'm a certified yoga therapist, a yoga teacher and breath teacher. I'm a lover of proven practices that support our health and fitness and happiness. The breath is really a profound teacher. It's been a profound teacher for me, as I shared in the first episode. And because we can access it 24-7, it's with us all the time. It's free, it's easy, it's fast, and it works. So thank you for listening. I'm so glad that you're here. In this episode, I'm going to share the single most important principle of breathing better and improving your health, your fitness, your mood, and so many people aren't doing this one thing. I've also got some fun facts for you and some tips, and I hope you stick around so that you get your dose of breathing better. An 8th century Taoist text says this, that the nose is the heavenly door and that the breath needs to be taken in through it at all times. The text warns that not doing so, the breath would be in danger and illness would set in. Yikes. It's our choice, right? I'm thinking heaven or hell, pleasure or pain, nasal breathing or mouth breathing. What's it going to be? Kind of a dumb question, but I know which one I'm going to (laughs) pick. It's so true that the simple act of nasal breathing stimulates the erectile tissue in the nose, and it does so 21 to 25,000 times a day. (laughs) Woo-ha. That's great, right? However, most of us aren't getting that kind of pleasure. We're actually not breathing through our nose enough, and we're also taking in too much air because we're feeling an air hunger, we're feeling a deficit. And the main thing that makes us over breathe and mouth breathe is stress and anxiety. And then also if our nasal passages are blocked and sometimes they are from allergies or illness. Here are a few questions for you to consider. Do you sigh or yawn? Do you snore? Now you have to ask your partner about this one. I didn't think I snored until the dreaded morning. I woke up and my partner leaned over with a little smile and said, do you know you snore? (laughs) I was petrified. He said I was sawing enough logs to get us through winter. And even though it sent him out to the couch, um, he laughed and made a joke out of it. So that made it a little more lighthearted. And it made me really realize, okay, this is something I can probably do a little research on and work on. And I did. It's a lot better now. And I share the main reason why later in this episode, no one thinks that they breathe through their mouth. So I make a request 
of new students in my Breathe Better courses and I ask them, watch your breath throughout your day and just see how many times do you yawn or sigh? How many times do you breathe in and out through your mouth? And usually they come back with, oh my God, I had no idea that I sighed or yawned. One person I remember saying that they were in the middle of a stressful email and they consciously watched how many times they sighed and they probably did it about five times. And this was a person that thought they never, ever, um, breathe through their mouth. So it's really interesting when you start to put this under a microscope. Two more questions. Do you talk a lot for work or at home? Because when we talk, we often breathe through our mouth. We're talking through our mouth. So then we suck in some air through our mouth and we just don't use our nose as much. I've taught yoga for 20 years and I used to do these long trainings over the weekend and I'd teach about seven to nine hours a day. So I'd be talking a lot. And I remember one weekend I taught a Friday night, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and I woke up on Monday with a teaching hangover. My mouth was so dry. I had a headache. I had lots of signs of dehydration. I had fatigued. My voice was almost gone. And I realized, wow, well, later I realized that that was a lot of mouth breathing. And the remedy was really to um, look at that and breathe more through my nose. And when I started to implement this nasal breathing, I didn't really have any of those symptoms anymore. Here's another question. Do you run, bike, dance, or walk? During exercise, we often breathe through the mouth and we don't even know it. Now, key point here is I'm not saying don't ever breathe through the mouth. During exercise, sometimes we have to, and I cover this more in later episodes. The reason I asked the question is just to do some self-reflection. And part of learning to breathe properly is learning really how to meditate on the breath throughout the day. There's a popular proverb that says, our nose is for breathing, our mouth is for eating. If you're going to do any mantra through this course, maybe pick that one. Our nose is for breathing and our mouth is for eating. And say it a thousand times to yourself. (laughs) Here's a quick tour inside the new pleasure center, our noses. The nose is lined with three turbinates on each side. These are long, narrow, conch-shaped shell bones high up inside the nasal cavity. And as we learned, they're lined with erectile tissue along the passages that gets stimulated every single time we inhale. Let's try it together right now. Everybody breathe in. Feel the air go through the nostrils into the turbinates and it's really warming and preparing the air for our lungs and then exhale. Isn't it great? Here are the top five benefits of nasal breathing. Number one, it acts as a filter. So the cilia and the mucus that line our nose, it pulls out the particulates in the air, including pollen. 
Number two, it adds moisture to the air, so up to 98% humidity. So this prevents dryness in our lungs and our bronchial tubes. Number three, it warms up the air. So when it gets to our lungs, our lungs aren't shocked by the coldness of the air because that would cause them to kind of shrink and contract. Number four, it adds resistance. So think of the openings in your nose, the size, and then think of the opening of your mouth. The opening of the nose is much smaller, and then the turbinates create that resistance even more. So this helps increase oxygen uptake and also maintains the elasticity in the lungs. Number five is it produces nitric oxide. So nasal breathing produces nitric oxide, which increases your ability to transport oxygen throughout your body. It's really the miracle molecule. It relaxes vascular smooth muscle and it allows the blood vessels to dilate. This is definitely helping your heart circulate the blood throughout your entire body. Nitric oxide is also antifungal, antiviral, anti parasitic and antibacterial. It helps the immune system to fight infections. So those are the top five benefits of nasal breathing. So have you heard of this fascinating self-experiment conducted by James Nestor? He's the author of Breath and Anders Olson, who's the author of Conscious Breathing. And they did this self-experiment on nasal versus mouth breathing. They plugged up their nose and they breathed only through their mouth for 10 straight days. Then they taped their mouths and breathed only through their nose for 10 straight days. All kinds of health data was taken and the results were disastrous when they were breathing through their mouth. James Nestor said that after the experiment, just three days into the mouth breathing only that he went from snoring a couple of minutes a night to snoring four hours a night. He also developed sleep apnea and his stress levels were just completely off the chart. He said his nervous system was a mess and he felt awful. So how do we know if we're breathing through our mouth or through our nose at night? We really don't. The only way to make sure is to tape our mouth. And I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but this really is the number one tip of this episode is to tape your mouth at night. Now, of course, always check with your doctor, make sure that, you know, it's right for you. But hundreds of people that I've shared this with have amazing results. So mouth breathing is known to cause snoring, dry mouth, bad breath, hoarseness, feeling tired and irritable, chronic fatigue, brain fog, dark circles under the eyes. Seriously, that's a lot of things that can be helped or even cured simply by breathing through the nose. Here's what a student shared with me after my course. He said, I have been having trouble sleeping at night for years. I tried the CPAP machine and couldn't deal with it. Then I tried taping my mouth for the last five nights and it's helping dramatically. Instead of getting up every hour to pee, it's been reduced to getting up only once or twice. This is miraculous. 
I've received so many emails and comments similar to this, and it's such a win when we can do something that seems so simple and get amazing results. Today, we are going to do two practices that can help us to breathe better and more through our nose. One is the nasal unblocking technique that was created by Patrick McEwen, the author of The Breathing Cure and Optimal Breathing. He's uh, the primary teacher of the Buteco method. The second practice is called Cadence Nasal Breathing. And this is going to help to rewire in nasal breathing that is smooth and even. Breath practice number three, nasal unblocking and cadence nasal breathing. Let's remember our three principles of better breathing. Breathe through the nose, use your diaphragm, and let go of judgments. Let's begin with the first technique, nasal unblocking. It's really important here to only hold your breath out as long as is comfortable and not to overdo it. So the technique is you breathe in normally, you breathe out normally, And then you pinch your nose and you hold the breath out for as long as you can. It's helpful to nod your head or sway side to side. So let's do this one together. Sit up nice and tall, roll your shoulders back. Take an easy breath in, easy breath out and Block the nose and sway or nod your head. Keep the air out, hold it out. And whenever you feel like you need to take a breath, take an easy breath in and an easy breath out. You'll know you did it correctly if the breath that follows is very easy to do and not rushed or you don't take in too much air. Let's do this again. Easy breath in. Calm breath out. Block the nose and sway or nod. Sway, sway or nod. Keep holding the breath out as long as you can. And take a breath in whenever you need to. Let's do this two more times. Ideally, you take three to five easy breaths between repetitions. And the breath may be three second inhale, three second exhale. You're not going for anything long, just simple breathing. Let's do the next one. Easy breath in, slow breath out, and block the nose and sway or nod your head. The swaying or the nodding just keeps us a little distracted from holding the breath out. Sway, sway, sway. Anytime you need to take that next breath, 
easy breath in and slow breath out. Noticing the nostrils and if you're feeling them a little more open than before, this can take five to 10 minutes. So if you're not getting immediate results, know that it may take up to 10 minutes to achieve some degree of opening in a very congested nose. Let's do this one more time. Easy breath in, slow breath out. Pinch the nose and sway or nod. Hold the breath out as long as you can. Keep holding if you can. When you're ready to take that breath again, calm breath in, easy breath out. So that's the nasal unblocking technique and I'll leave it up to you to do more on your own. Patrick McEwen says that you could also do this walking and that might be easier than doing this sitting down for some people. The next technique is called cadence nasal breathing. So this is where we're gonna start to massage the breath and try to even and balance it out between the inhale and the exhale. The perfect breath or the optimal breath is somewhere between a five to six second inhale and a five to six second exhale. But that's only optimal if you can do this with a sense of calm and ease. If that feels like it's too much, then go down to three or four seconds. You want the inhale and the exhale to be even. I'm gonna start us at five and five, and I trust you to make the adjustments that you need. The key here is to get into a rhythm and to hold that rhythm for a good solid five minutes. So I'll guide you through the first part and then you'll be off on your own to continue at the pace and rhythm that's best for you. Sitting up nice and tall, roll the shoulders back. Close your eyes if they're not closed already. And let's begin. Inhale one, two, three, four, five, out, five, four, three, two, one, in, one, two, three, four, five, out, five, four, three, two, one, in, one, two, three, four, five, out, five, four, three, two, one, in, one, two, three, four, five, out, five, four, three, two, one. Now continue on your own. Now, 
Now continue on your own and really make this your own pace that is perfect for your lung capacity, for your physical and emotional state. Simple breath in, even breath out. Feel the cool air coming into the nostrils and the warm air coming out. Using the diaphragm to move the breath as you inhale, the diaphragm goes down. As you exhale, the diaphragm goes up. You can keep counting the breath for some that helps their mind to concentrate. Maybe you're at four, five, or six second inhale and exhale. Both should be even, as smooth as you can. In the beginning, it might be more challenging to do this paced breathing, but over time, it will get easier and easier. This is a practice, and it takes practice to really be able to get good at this cadence breathing. This kind of breathing is ideal to calm you down, to smooth out the emotions, to center yourself. Remember, breathing through the nose is the new pleasure zone. So as you take the air in, allow it to energize you, allow it to fill you. And as you breathe out, really release whatever it is 
that you need to. Filling up on the inhale, letting go on the exhale. We'll take a few more breaths here at your own pace, enjoying your breath. Slowly begin to open your eyes and notice how you feel. After each breath practice, it's important to take a moment and see how you feel physically, emotionally, and mentally, and spiritually. You may want to make a few notes in your breathing journal. I recommend that everyone has something to write their experiences down. This is going to really help you to see how the breath work is serving you and what kind of breath work is best for you. So to recap this episode's breathing practice, we did the Buteyko method of unblocking the nose. And again, that might need to be practiced up to 10 minutes to have results. And the second practice was called cadence breathing. And this really supports our uh, decreasing our blood pressure, improving heart rate variability, and all those things I'll talk about in future episodes. Exhale. That's a wrap for this Breathe Better episode. Thank you for listening. Every day is another huge opportunity to improve your health by breathing better. Be inspired to practice daily and meet your fellow breathers by joining our Facebook group at Sienna Smith Yoga. Also, you can visit SiennaSmith.com for opportunities to take my next Breathe Better course, or you can be mentored by me one-on-one. Special thanks to Bodhi Suchko for providing the beautiful music to our session today. And I will look forward to seeing you at our next episode for more inspiring breath stories and life-changing practices. Thank you for breathing better, and I'll see you again soon.